Welcome to Rag Bag's bonus bag. My name's Frank Burton, aka Lazarus Newman. My guest this time is a truly unique talent. Her name is Kathy Lowe. She's a singer-songwriter, a photographer, an artist, a maverick. And if you've not heard her music yet, well, here it is. You're gonna love it. Let's start off with a song called Breathing In. Why? 
I'd be interested to hear, I know that you've had, you know, a long musical career and everything like that. So how did you get started? What was it that kind of prompted you to get into music in the first place? Um, my parents were show business people. Uh, my dad was in vaudeville with his father and brother. They did music. He played guitar uh, and sang with his brother and trampoline and juggling and uh, crazy stuff. And my mother was in the circus. So we had a lot of interesting people through our uh, childhood, I, our three sisters. So we all sang often with people just coming into the home. So music was like learning how to walk, you know, we, just from an early age. A lot of singing. Okay. Uh, did, did you travel with them as a child? No, no. They, uh, this was in the late 40s, early 50s. And television was coming in and all the um, opera houses were closing down and they came off the road and they just settled in New Hampshire and had a family and got regular real jobs. Yeah, that, that was kind of the end of the line musically for them, but it was the start of your journey into music. Yeah, yeah. But what happened though is my dad's brother settled here too and he's, he uh, wrote musical comedy plays Growing up, we were, the whole family put on these plays in this small town in New Hampshire, New London, New Hampshire, uh, for 13 years. So all this, oh, original, right. that was so inspiring and really helped us all form this foundation of, you know, we can do this. Whatever it is, we can do this. Great. What was the first kind of venture that you had of your own as a, as a musician, as kind of a solo performer? Um, teenage. I sang with my sister Susie and I started to write songs a little bit but we were doing you know Peter Paul and Mary and Simon and Garfunkel songs and things like that but in in uh, high school I heard about a, a jingle contest for a radio in Boston WBZ radio so I wrote a jingle for them and we ended up winning the contest which was amazing I'm 16 years old my sister's 17 and never been on an airplane. They flew us to Hollywood, California. We got to sing the, the jingle in a real studio. Everything was carte blanche and it was really exciting. So I, I said at age 16, uh, this is fun. And I, I think I can contribute something to the music world. I'm gonna keep doing this. Yeah, so uh, you were saying to me also, you've been reinventing yourself at various times uh, over the years. Is that right? 
uh, all the different kinds of music that I write. I write original holiday Christmas music. I write songs for children, preschool, kindergarten age. Um, I write contemporary spiritual chants with drums. Uh, I write funny songs. I write serious songs. I'm just trying everything. Is that a case of you? Are you kind of going where the mood takes you? Is that is that how it works? Ride, ride the muse, and maybe I'm not working so hard to make more money at this because uh, I have this old voice in my parents' ears too that they they would warn me. They said, you know, don't really have fun with this, but don't really go for it because it's not a good life. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting the uh, the conflict there, I suppose, between kind of making like a, a big career out of music and also being creative, and those those two things don't necessarily slot nicely together. Is, is it, would that be fair to say? Yeah. So I never had a clear vision of, of where I wanted any of my work to really go. You know, music will just come to me. I'm in a songwriting group. We meet once a month, and that's really been wonderful. And uh, we don't jam on the music. We all just take turns uh, presenting our original work, and we give each other feedback. It's really good. Okay, great. That sounds good. So um, the, uh, the album that we've been playing songs from uh, on the podcast is uh, Above Water. And this was, I'm just reading the uh, description of it here, 11 original songs sung into the overflow valve of a million-gallon water tank. <laughs> so how, how, <laughs> how did this come about then? I love that. Uh, it's the uh, water source from my town where I live in New London, New Hampshire. And I was cross-country skiing up around that area. It's a beautiful um, cross-country ski and hiking trail through the, the woods there. And you come upon the tank and I had never done this before, but I was skiing around the tank and I saw the big circle, which is like a 14 inch diameter circle at about knee height if I stood up to it. So, and I could hear reverberated condensation drips coming out of that, that hole. And I thought, what, what is that? What's going on in there? So I listened and I thought, what is that? And I, I started to make sounds into it like, whoo. And my whoo lasted forever. The reverb was just going on. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. Maybe I'll come back and play around with singing. You know, and then I, I came back and I played around with singing and I realized I could sing with myself. The notes lasted so long, I could add harmony. So I created a whole project around it. So the, the tank in my mind and heart is really the, the featured instrument. The tank is, is the instrument. So I had yeah. to learn how to play it, you know, to give it space so the um, reverb and the harmonies would be exposed more, like what the beauty of the tank could really do. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, great. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a very interesting kind of um, concept to work an album around, really. I, don't, I can't think of any other examples of people who've done quite the same thing as what you've done there. So Yeah, I have... Uh, researched around and I found other people who got inside of tanks okay and played there's a guy who uh, out west somewhere that uh, an old abandoned water tank and they got inside but I'm singing from the outside into the overflow valve which goes in through the water and straight up so that sound is traveling through the water and accessing the reverb space above the water thus the title above water 
Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm just uh, I'm just wondering about because I haven't heard any of your Christmas music. Now, how how does that differ from um, the stuff that I've heard from the uh, the Walter album? So different. Um, I loved Christmas music growing up, and my family, like I said, uh, we love to sing, always singing doing dishes or whatever. And we, we do a lot of caroling. And my uncle Tom, my dad's brother, he began to write a couple of Christmas carols that we still do traditionally in, in a church service for 50 years now, some original music that he has done. And I thought, who writes Christmas carols? Christmas carols are hundreds of years old. Nobody writes them. And uncle Tom was writing them. So I thought, okay, I'll try that. I'll write, I'll write some. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So um, that, that project is 20 years old now. So every, okay, year, right, yeah. Yeah, every year at Christmas, I do um, uh, a big concert with all those songs. And I have song books so people can sing along. And it's become um, traditional music for people's holiday now. It's become part of their Christmas carols. So people like to sing them. Uh, different choral groups sing music from that project, which is fun okay, to excellent. hear them do it and other people do solos on them. Um, so it's taken a long time to break into that world. You know, 20 years in now, it's really starting to feel traditional. So that's rewarding. Excellent. You're, I understand you're a photographer as well. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, 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 uh, tell me more about that side of things. Um, yeah, in the emails, I might have uh, like signed the email with a little picture or something. I might have. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And what those are are reflections of earth in water. So it's the only thing that I photograph, and I, I do exhibits around, I do shows, and I, but you know, people take pictures of a horizontal landscape, the mirror image, you know, across the lake, you see the trees reflect in the lake, and so. Yes. That's a normal way to deal with reflection. What I do is I look closer in where the edge of the earth and the rocks and everything are on the shore up in the opposite side of the lake from me, or a pond or a puddle, could be any body of water. Then I look sideways right where the land and the water meet, and that symmetry, that mirror image creates amazing faces and creatures that just blow my mind. Okay, yes, that sounds great. How about the uh, the children's songs that you put together as well? Kind of, um, is that something that you're actively doing at the moment, or yeah, is that something? That... At a children's gig this morning before this. Oh right. Yeah, um, I have one child, and when he was born, I think that steered me into that realm of music. You know, I wanted yeah, to yeah. sing to him, and songs were coming, and so I did three uh, three CDs of children's music. And I, I still perform in schools and concerts and workshops for kids' music. Great. And what, what, what kind of songs are they? Are they kind of with an with a educational focus or are they just kind of like fun type songs? Uh, they can be educational um, about the earth and about uh, feelings, about family, about food. They can be funny or serious. And I, I bring my bag of instruments. I have all little rhythm instruments and hand them out to the kids. And um, Great, yeah. Try to create some kind of order, like they have to learn to take turns, you know, when their drum part's coming up. <laughs> I, I make music fun. I don't teach music and how to read and write music because I don't know how to read and write music. That's my world is by ear. So I, I want to make music fun for them. So when they get older, they might take up an, an instrument seriously. Then I, I think 
done a good thing for children. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, I mean, is, is there, uh, is there anything else that you'd be, uh, that you wanted to talk about anything else that we haven't discussed yet that you'd be interested um, in? Yeah. Yeah. One little thread of the photography piece that I didn't expect to happen, but as I took more and more images from the earth, I felt like they, they needed to come alive. Like the, the faces were so interesting. I thought maybe I can make masks out of these faces and do some kind of a music show or something. So I did develop a performance art, which just naturally took a lot of my music I already had about the earth. So that's where my music went into my visual art. And I call right. my photography uh, Petroflexions. That's petroglyph and reflection together. Uh, so this is Petroflexions Live. So the photographs are large on the stage and then they get turned so people see the face. Then people come out and put the mask on. Then there's dialogue about the earth and drumming and singing and dancing. And it's, it's pretty tribal. And it celebrates the, uh, the beauty of the earth. So that's Petroflexions Live. And then another dimension of it is like, I want to see them come alive on the screen. So I, I have a, a, a movie script that I'm trying to sell um called petroflectors and it's the images all coming alive in some cgi form special effects right. live actors and as a whole story it's it's a full feature film written oh, okay. by all right. well there's a great writer and storyteller in my area named odds bodkin and we collaborated and we're partners in this venture he wrote the script so, right, so um, is that all complete and you're kind of um, trying to get that out there at the moment? Yeah, yeah. I just connect with anybody who's in the business. I'm still learning about the business. And, you know, I'm nobody in the film world, so it's been hard. Um, but I can picture, like, it just, it's going to take the right person to realize that these creatures were not written up, you know, created in an art department. They're from the earth. Mm. So that's the hook in my mind, you know. Um, yeah, yeah how my music kind of brought that forth. Um, I never would have predicted that years ago, that there'd mm. be this fusion of those two worlds for me, the visual and the audio. Yeah. A lot of irons in the fire, so to speak. Yeah. Well, it all sounds really interesting. Uh, you know, I, I hope, I hope you can get that film made and I, I'd really love to see it, you know, because it sounds, yeah. uh, sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on my, my bucket list. You know, before I die, I'm going to sit there in the theater, <laughs> eating popcorn, watching this movie. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So songwriting, that's what I'm doing and see where it goes, see where the music goes. Excellent. So are you working on any new kind of music at the moment? Um, I am. I'm involved in this conference for uh, over 25 years now. My husband and I and my son, have been pretty committed to this called Northfield Conference. And it's at okay. North Mount Herman School in Massachusetts. And the conference is about humanity. It's everyone is free to be who they are. Uh, this creativity, lots of music, um, art, dance, uh, telling deep story, sharing creative process. It's very rich. And our theme this year is Meraki. M-E-R-A-K-I. And that's a modern Greek word, which means um, putting um, great love from your heart into even simple things in your life, like being really conscious about being loving, no matter how simple the act. 
So I've written okay. songs about that that we can sing throughout the week. Great. Okay. May Rocky. I feel the waves around me now. I feel the waves around. I feel the waves around me now. I feel the waves around. Hey, 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 hey. 
Absolutely wonderful stuff. Thank you once again to Kathy Lowe. Thank you for listening. Check out the show notes for more information about Kathy's music. Her website, by the way, is kathylowmusic.com. My website is frankburton.co.uk. Twitter is ragbagfrank. Facebook is ragbagpodcast. Follow, like, subscribe, all of that stuff. Write us a glowing review on iTunes, why don't you? Regular ragbag next week. Watch out for that. Next bonus bag is going to be an absolute cracker as well. Podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. <laughs>